Hello and welcome to the Online Warriors podcast. Uh, I'm Illegal86 and I am joined by the Nerd Bomber. Hey guys, how's it going? And Tactic One. Although that's not your name anymore, right? No, I I'm always- going with Tactic One. We, we reviewed this in the last episode. No, but- you're old you. Yeah. Look, man, I just... We, we, we go a significant amount of time between recording these and I guess I push this information out of my brain. Don't take it personally. Um, there's a lot going on up there. It's all so, right, I'll forgive you. So we're, we're back uh, after another se- semi-extended hiatus um, to, to talk to you about all things sports, pop culture, uh, and then just kind of other random stuff that uh, you'll hear about pretty soon here. So as usual, uh, let's kick things off with the What Are You Up To Wednesday? And I'll kick it over to Tactic One. What am I up to? So recently, my birthday passed and barriers were broken. Okay. Nerd Bomber's parents, very uh, wholesome. They got me Grand Theft Auto for my birthday. And I don't know if you're familiar, but the cover is very, very uh, risque, if I may. Um, so I, I have a couple questions. Um, so your, her parents got you Grand Theft Auto. Yes, and I didn't know how to react because it's rated M for mature. And like I said, they're very, very wholesome. And I have already killed several Nightwalkers and uh, didn't even feel bad about it. So it's wow. been fun. Now, now it's rated M for mature. Do you feel, introspectively, do you feel mature? Like, are you ready, do you think? You know, leading up to it, I was very hesitant but now that I've uh, logged a few hours, I, I, I would say I'm very mature. It was probably after like the third or fourth Nightwalker that that you took down. Yeah, I just became stone. Like no more emotions happened at that point. For a second, I thought you said you became stoned. And I was like, yeah. wow, killing all those hookers really got you in like a high place. Well, he gets stoned before playing it. Um, it was definitely a sort of high. I will tell you that. We don't We don't condone drug use. Uh, here at Online Warriors Corporate. Uh, or the killing of hookers. <laughs> right. Um, definitely not that. Also definitely not. Just just don't do any of this. Um, but be mature. Be mature, mature enough to play the game, but then don't play it. Um, In real life. Provided you're young and impressionable. If you're old, and if you're older than us, do whatever you want. Um, which brings me to my next question. Don't well, kill hookers. Well, Anywhere. I mean, I feel like that's just socially not acceptable. In the game, though. Well, in the uh, game. You get you in get the monies. game, you can. In real life, yeah, there's no age at which that's appropriate. Um, but yeah, 2018, man. It's coming up all crazy so far. You're getting older. You're playing mature games. I don't even know what world this is anymore. But that's cool. Happy belated birthday. Um, let's move it over to the Nerd Bomber. Okay, so I've been partaking in two different activities. They're two very different activities. So the one is that I've gotten very into Rocket League in the past few weeks. And when I say very into Rocket League, like I know Rocket League's been around a while and I've played it for the past like two years. But I've recently gotten really involved in the trading scene because I finally ponied up some money. I got a bunch of crates, which are um, things that you get when you 
play games and they have random objects inside. And I don't really like the idea of spending money to open these crates and not getting exactly what I want. So after my first few crates, I decided I wasn't going to spend any more money. And then I just decided to look online and there is a whole trading economy revolved around um, trading crates for items, trading rare items for other rare items like fancy car bodies. And so I got really involved, wheeled and dealed a bunch last week. And now I'm very happy, have a bunch of cars that are super amazing and fancy. So that's the one thing I've been really into. And then the other thing I've been into is reading a book that I found on Wattpad. And it is called Unmarked by Lady Night Mag. And it's my first venture into reading anything on Wattpad. And it's basically like an avenue for unpublished unpublished books. Um, independent authors pretty much serialize their books and put them up for anyone to read. So it's a pretty interesting experience. It's a good book. You should check it out. So uh, shout out to Wattpad. Shout out to Lady Night Meg. Um, I have, I think I have an account on Wattpad. I think that's as far as I went in the pursuit of my writing dream is I made an account and I was like, man, this looks really hard. And then I stopped. <laughs> um, so anyone who can get past that point, props. I want to go back to the Rocket League thing. And uh, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds here, but I want to talk about loot crates. And I also want to talk about this this whole trading scheme. Mm-hmm. Is, is this something that Rocket League... Who makes Rocket League? I don't know what uh, the It's a, a game developer called Psionics. So are they aware of the black market trading so, I, I, the training you're describing undermines the loot crate system that I feel like makes them money. But it doesn't. So the way it works is you earn the crates in-game and you buy the keys to open the crates. So you can trade all of these crates and at the end of the day, they need to buy the keys to open them and see what's inside. Someone's going to be eventually opening these crates. And the thing is, all of these items and what really interested me about the whole economy of the game is that all of these items are released in limited quantities. So while it's random, there's only X amount of something out there. So, I mean, everything is very rare and has its own value. So people are willing, if they have extras of those, they'll be willing to trade those for an exorbitant amount of crates so that they might be able to get the next super rare thing. And every object also has like a painted color. So... There's a bunch of different certifications and different painted colors. So there's a bunch of variants on items, and each variant is also in and of itself very rare. And depending on whether or not you like the look of that item, you may or may not want it. So I think they're very much aware that trading exists. I think they've commented on it because they're an indie developer, so they're very much involved with the community. So I'm pretty sure they're aware of it, and I think they encourage it. Well, right. I mean, wouldn't they have to? Otherwise, the mechanism wouldn't even be in the game to trade. They probably mm-hmm. are like they're probably like this is okay, or they might have even made that themselves. Um, I'm I'm not cool with the whole loot crate thing. Uh, I I say that as an owner of, of Battlefront Two, which I have yet to crack the plastic on because I'm waiting for them to fix it. But I'm also kind of busy doing other stuff, which I'll get to in a moment. But in general, it just seems so transparently money hungry and not that fun so it i would agree with you if you didn't weren't able to trade crates because prior to adding the trade function 
you would earn all these crates and they would just sit in your inventory unless you had keys to open them. So not only did they add the trade functions so that you can exchange them for tangible items, but they also added an event feature where you can actually earn keys for free. Okay, so, so you when when Nerd Bomber said she's paying money, were you are you paying physical money? Like is this like a real So originally I had my first like ten crates and I had earned five free keys during their winter event, but I wanted to see what else was in my crates before I realized there was a whole economy. So I did spend like three ninety nine on a few keys. So I did spend some real money and then I realized I could still get cool stuff without spending real money and then know what I was getting and not have to roll the dice. Right. So now you're just getting the crates and just trading them away for other stuff. So you're not spending any money on the keys or anything. Other people are getting your crates and they're the ones spending the money. Yep. Huh. I suppose if there are people out there who want to spend all kinds of money on it, then I would do the same thing that you're doing. Um, interesting. So... I am also knee-deep. Well, probably deeper than knee-deep. What's deeper than knee-deep? Waist-deep. Waist-deep in Destiny 2. Uh, I started it a couple weeks back, and I have a lot of thoughts on it. Probably too many to to say here, but um, it's been pretty good. I played through Destiny 1. Like, I didn't get like to light level 400 or anything, but I got like pretty far. And Destiny 2 definitely took some parts of Destiny 1 and very transparently made them worse to make money, if that makes sense. Which I wasn't cool with that. I'm still not really cool with that. Um, but I will say the game is getting better as I go, and they just released the first major update this past Tuesday um, that, as far as I can tell, fixed a few issues. Um, frankly, I'm not far enough yet. Like, I haven't even beaten the main campaign, but we have a friend uh, who is like, he, he lives and dies by destiny. So I have a question for you. So Destiny 1, when you finished the main campaign, it was very lackluster. It was just it was just yeah. kind of, hey, nice job. Have they improved upon that? So they so the campaign, for, like I said, I haven't finished it yet, so I don't know what happens at the end of the campaign. But I will say that they, they put some serious effort, um, at least looking on the surface, like they put some serious effort into adding depth to the campaign and like they added a lot of cutscenes and tried to make what I guess is a better story, but it, it has kind of fallen flat. Like I think destiny is the kind of game. Cause I love story driven games. That's like one of my favorite things like last of us and everything. Like I'm super into that, but destiny is at its like at its core. It's a first person shooter. It's like, and it's by Bungie. Like no one really cared a whole lot about the campaign in Halo and destiny has kind of taken that and cranked it up to 11 by adding so much more customization with PVP and stuff where you don't really care too much about the campaign. So they tried to make it better because some people wanted it, but it seems like what they've just done is made it clunkier and longer. And I'm kind of slogging through it at this point. Um, it's a pretty good game. It's like, it's a great shooter, no matter how you slice it. Like they've made some bad choices with customization and they've introduced a lot of what I talked about, which is like, the very transparent money grab stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, that's probably because they know the mechanics of the game and like the community is, is very tight. Um, so I suppose I, I kind of respect it. I mean, um, I guess that's, I know with yeah. destiny one, I mean, there are some people reading through Reddit and the internet, they've got like 
absurd amount of hours spent in the game. Like, I've seen people upwards of a thousand hours, which I don't even know. That has to be an absurd amount of just days that have played Destiny 1. So, I mean, when you know that you have that kind of audience, and it doesn't make it right, but I feel like they got kind of sloppy and lazy knowing that those people will follow. Yeah. I, they, I mean, they definitely expected a lot of people to come back. And, like, that's that's what I did. Like, I came back. Um, and our, the friend that I mentioned before, like, he's the one who tells me all this stuff. And a lot of the time, he honestly tells me what to be upset about. I don't even notice it. And then I he tells me, like, oh, do you see how they changed this? And it sucks now. And I'm like, oh, I didn't before, but I do now. And now it bothers me. He's one of those people, like, when you say a thousand hours... I could easily see him having put in that much time in, in D1. Um, so he's like, he's really into it. And he's at the point now where D2 is so unsatisfying for him that he's kind of bounced back and forth between D1 and D2, because there's a lot of people who I think played through D2 and were like, that sucked. And they went back to D1, which is, you know, still, still going. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't think I'm far enough yet. I haven't put enough time yet to really make a definitive like state of verdict on it. But um, that's kind of what I, how I've been spending a lot of my free time. Um, yeah. Also saw the Super Bowl this weekend, which I assume you guys also saw the Super Bowl. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that as item one in our round table roundup for the week. So um, I guess starting generally, what did you guys think of the game? So I'm gonna open with the uh, the title of this episode. Don't be such a cry, Brady. And the reason why it's so cleverly titled that um, is because for those of you who didn't see the game, the Patriots lost. Huzzah! Sorry, so, sorry uh, for a Patriots fan. But uh, even even as a Patriots fan, you have to respect just a shift in uh, that dynasty change. So, But the one thing I do want to comment on is that, yes, the Patriots lost, but at the end of the game, everyone should shake hands and say, hey, it was a good game. Cry Brady just ran to the locker room. I was very you know, disappointed to see that. I've heard conflicting reports on this. Um, I know he didn't shake Nick Foles' hand. That has been more or less confirmed. Um, I think he saw some other folks. There's like there's like pictures of him hugging some guys. So it's a little cloudy right now. But what 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 I've mostly seen is that he did not shake Nick Foles' hand, which the QB QB meetup at like the 50 yard line is like a huge part of the end of the game. So people are up in arms about it. And especially given that it's Tom Brady and like, he's this hugely polarizing figure in the NFL. People are talking about it. Um, I am not sorry to say that I was really happy that the Patriots lost. Um, Is it a dynasty shift Too it's too early to say. I really, I really do think it could be, though. The Eagles showed a lot of tenacity all season. I mean, you lose your starting quarterback, and no knock on Nick Foles because he did an amazing job during the Super Bowl and during their playoff run, but everybody thought the season was done. When Carson once went down, they were just like, oh, this is it, you know, maybe next year. And then they still persevered, and that's just a big team effort. And you look at that team, and you've got a lot of young guys who are locked up for a really long time. And I think it could be the start of at least a perennial Super Bowl appearance for the Eagles. So I I will say that I underestimated the Eagles. Um, there, I think it was the divisional game against the Falcons. It, it was not pretty. Um, they 
the game against Minnesota, like they earned that one. I mean, they earned both, but like the game against the Falcons, I don't think they scored that many points. Um, in general, it was a, it was a much sloppier game. I mean, this the Super Bowl was like it was crazy. It was the most uh, combined offensive yards in any regular season or postseason game in NFL history. It was quite the spectacle. Yeah, there was. I mean, there was one punt. Um, it was just like this crazy back and forth. The defenses had a hard time. Yeah, can we um, talk about know. extra points too? Both sides. Yeah, they Jeez. missed a lot of extra point attempts. That was interesting so, to me. I also heard, and I haven't confirmed this either, but I heard that at one point during the game, the kickers were complaining about the logos on the field, um, that there was something like wrong with the grass or something. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it since. I heard this during the game, didn't hear anything about it afterwards. But yeah, the kicking game was a mess. Um, you had the whole Malcolm Butler subplot, which I thought was pretty interesting. There's still not like a super good answer on that. I've heard a few things as to why he was benched. Um, would that have made a difference? I choose to say probably not. Uh, but it was, it was a great game. It was really exciting. Um, I thought for sure that they were, the Patriots were going to come back and win. So I was really happy when that fumble happened and they didn't because it's time for someone else to win the Super Bowl. I mean, geez, uh, can I just say know. as someone who is very much and if we probably sweep across the board on this podcast by saying that we're not Patriots fans no but it just it made me smile and it made me so warm and fuzzy inside to see Tom Brady drop that pass and then watch Nick uh. Foles a backup quarterback run that same play and make the catch I, I mean what a great moment so happy that was that was probably the highlight moment for me. And like, I actually just just before we started recording this, I watched. Um, I guess they have like the mic'd up stuff. They released that, and Nick Foles actually called that play. That was a fourth down play. They called a timeout. He ran over to Doug Peterson on the sidelines and said, "Let's run the Philly special," um, which is code for "Let me be a badass and make Tom Brady look stupid." And he did. And it was great. And for those of you who aren't uh, big football fans, feel free to put in the comments, what did you guys eat during the Super Bowl? What was your Super Bowl snack of choice? Ours was pizza, wings, potato salad, Swedish meatballs, chips and guac. It was quite the smorgasbord, if I do say so myself. So I will also weigh in on that. Um, Swedish meatballs is a commonality between us. I had some Swedish meatballs. They were fantastic. I also had uh, two varieties of chicken wing dip. One which had chicken in it, which is how most chicken wing dips are. But I made that one. Uh, there was also a vegetarian one that had cauliflower instead, and that was very good. Really? Uh, I had some stuffed peppers. I had some uh, these like caprese salad bites. I had some cake. All in all, just A plus. A plus food experience. Uh, would do again. Will do again next year. My one regret um, is that I didn't have those little tiny wieners. Really wanted those, didn't have them. You know, there were no pigs in a blanket at mine either. Are pigs in a blanket phasing out of the snack universe? I, I don't know, but I have this delicious, like, sweet and spicy mustard that I've been, like, really wanting to dip things in, and those wieners would have been perfect. I feel like it's one of those things that everybody kind of forgets about. Like, we take them for granted almost. Like, they'll just be there magically. They will appear at your Super Bowl party. And then everybody shows up and nobody's actually made them. And it's just kind of like a sad, pour one out for your homie kind of moment. Oh, man. Are people giving pigs in the blanket the cold shoulder? 
Poor Smokies. If it's a cold shoulder, the pigs are at least under the blanket, so they won't get that cold. Mm -hmm. But still. Warm blankets or pigs. Yeah. (laughs) The pigs are like very, very mid range temperature wise. Um, And when you're going to eat a pig in a blanket, you want it to be hot. So let's show the pigs in the blanket some love. Uh, We're calling on you, the listeners. Start giving back to your community in the form of pigs in a blanket. Amen. You know what? Tweet us your... Oh, this could go wrong. Never mind. I was, <laughs> I was going to say, tweet us your best photo of a pig in the blanket spread. But you know what? I don't want to see that. So do it. Just do it. No. no. You know what? You know what? I'll volunteer to go through all of the horrible results because I want to see just one good one. I really hope it's little piglets, like real piglets with blankets on no, them. No, that would be really cute. Please maybe, send me pictures of those. Maybe booties. There might be booties. Pig well, booties? Yeah, like little boots, like little rain boots. Okay, oh, you I, have to clarify. I thought, yeah, I thought you meant their butts, man. You guys are children. I forgot. Well, I mean, mature. I mean, when I, when I hear the word booty, yeah, like like little booties. That's just, no, but I'm going straight for the hindquarters, man. That's just <laughs> who I am. Um, but the other big part of the Super Bowl uh, that we want to talk about is the commercials. And I mean, I think the best place to start, and really the only p- point I want to hit, Tide. Oh my God, those Tide commercials <laughs> were just fantastic. They they got better. They like not only were, was each individual commercial good, but you can tell someone sat down and was like, "All right, let's plan this out." So they just get funnier as they go. Best one by far was the Allspice one, where it had the guy in it. He was about to make Allspice appear, and he goes, "Nope, Tide commercial." See, I was big into the Mr. Clean one. That was probably my favorite one. But, I mean, they were all good. I had this weird... I really liked the Danny DeVito as an Eminem. I don't know why. It was, like, super disturbing. But it was just, like, so funny. I don't know why. It was one of those, like, train things that you just watch and you're like, I can't look away. You want to jump in that tub with them? No. I just. It was just like, I can't look away from this this thing that I'm watching. I don't know. Yeah, you could. I think it's interesting with the Super Bowl commercials. Like, to me, they're so. I either love them or I just really don't like them. Like, no middle there was ground. a couple. There's no middle ground. Like, there were a couple this year. The one with the robots. Did you see the one with the robots and the and the guy? With, it's a sprint commercial, and they're like, "Dave, you should switch to variety." It was like it was. I didn't oh, like yeah. it. I did not like it. What about? And it was supposed to be funny. What about the halftime show? That's a whole nother, whole nother can of worms, but we we can open it. Um, I'm a big Tom, uh, not Tom Brady. I am not a big Tom Brady fan. That guy sucks. Uh, I am, I'm like a fairly big Justin Timberlake fan. Like I like Justin Timberlake. Have I listened to all of his music and all of his albums back to front? No, but I like Justin Timberlake. I think he's a fantastic artist. Um, it wasn't great. It it, it had good parts, but it wasn't great. Overall. He did not sing. If, if it was on mute, I would say it was a fantastic performance because, you know, I give him credit. You cannot bust a move like that and still sing. Oh, the dancing was at times incredible. I, I will grant you that. So he was there to put on a performance, and by God, he did. But, like, okay, so let's, let's start at the start. He's down in that weird basement nightclub super bowl thing that was really odd i wasn't sure what was happening 
like I, I honestly think in terms of like the was he singing, was he not debate, I think he was singing for quite a bit of it. But in that basement, ain't no way he was singing. And you could tell like almost immediately and there's like that whole light show and he's like in this crowd of bodies. It was like he was trying to make a music video, which I can like, yeah, okay, I get it. But like right away, I'm like, this is not going to be good. Like I was worried immediately. Um, And then you have all the Prince rumors floating, which we'll get to that part. But then he like, he goes up into the, like the actual stadium and like, he's doing some of these crazy dance. Like I'm sweating just watching him. He's just, he's moving all over the place. He's amazing. Um, Whoever, whoever dressed him. I hope he did not dress himself. Because question page one rewrite you guys are hating hard have you guys seen the meme of um hit jt posed next to um bob ross Ross painting that that's pretty funny i have not seen that meme but i can imagine exactly how it would i mean it was like a mountain scene yeah that's that's the painting bob ross is painting his shirt (laughs) yeah it's like ah, i don't know his whole like and this is getting outside the performance now but his whole like man of the woods thing and like i'm gonna do songs with chris stapleton and like well that's his album be a, be a mountain man well i know i just don't i don't buy just it just stick to 2020 man like that was your vibe that was your ambiance like the tennessee kids you're wearing a suit and tie it's great do that do that again um i haven't listened to much of his new album yet i i should reserve my judgment i guess on the musical side but i, I do want to talk about the prince thing because I've seen I've seen varied opinions on that. I'll be honest, at first when I saw it, I wasn't super I wasn't like upset about it. But as I read more and more afterwards, Prince did not want that. Like if you asked Dead Prince, like, hey, would, is that cool? He one hundred percent would have said no. Based on like past interviews and like people asked him like would you want to like be a hologram and sing, or would you want to sing with a hologram of like Duke Ellington? And he was like, heck no, it's a horrible idea. So yeah, that was a very questionable direction. I feel like to go in. So before I knew any of the background context, like it wasn't a bad bit, but it just, now that I know the background and how Prince felt, it just feels wrong. Like, why would you even touch that? And didn't it also go against his family's wishes? It was. I, I'm not sure if it was his family's wishes, but it, it definitely went against his wishes. Um, it, it, it seemed like I don't know, like because like the day before the Super Bowl, it came out that like oh, there's gonna be a hologram of Prince, and people were like freaking out. They were like, no, this cannot happen. This is terrible. And then some spokesperson somewhere was like, there's no hologram. Relax. When in reality, there was you know basically a hologram. It was just like him on a blanket, but it was like basically a hologram. So like. I don't know. I get the whole like, oh, he's from Minneapolis and like Purple Rain. Like, I, I understand that, but I don't know. If it was me, what I would have done is I would have leaked it the day before, which is what I thought they had might have done. Leaked it the day before, see what the public opinion is, and then if it's overwhelmingly negative, which it was, then don't do it. Yeah. And then last thing to touch on with respect to the uh, halftime show is Selfie Kid. The phone kid, Yeah. I've seen some fantastic memes. I don't know about you guys. I mean, that kid, he'll probably be super embarrassed that he was caught on camera doing that. But I mean, he got a really great selfie. If He did post the selfie and it's a really sick selfie that he'll probably love for the rest of his life. And now he's meme famous. So what more could you ask for? Now, do you think that was a 
like a planned setup? Like, do you think they picked that kid and you're like, Justin, go up to this kid and like do the like selfie thing? Or do you think that was all spontaneous? I think it was spontaneous, but I also like from my perspective, who doesn't have your phone at the ready already? That like, what that, was that kid doing? That would have been me. I don't have my phone at the ready ever. But like I'm not you big see, into the take you make eye contact with Justin Timberlake coming towards you, and like my first thought would be like, "Holy shit!" He's gonna I gotta, kiss me. No, I gotta get my phone <laughs> ready. Like I gotta take this picture, man. And my phone would be like locked and loaded and ready to go, or unlocked and loaded. I would just try to start kissing him. See, and then they boot me out of the. I'd get kicked out of the Super Bowl at halftime. I wouldn't have seen the ending. It would been. I wouldn't have seen the Philly special. It would have been terrible. You'd have been pretty much left shark. Yeah. Well, he is Left Shark, this kid. He is the new Left Shark. So what's your favorite? And Left Shark was like a crazy thing. What's your favorite meme to come out of this? Uh, I just love the one where it's like, it shows him on the phone. And then it shows like a uh, screenshot of Google and typed oh, in the Google Justin search bars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was Justin Timberlake. I think that is so funny. Um, I don't know. There have been a bunch. I've seen a lot of memes too of, of Tom Brady, like, going to catch the football, but instead of the football, it's the Lombardi trophy. And I've laughed every time. I've seen it like a hundred times and I laugh every single time. Okay. And I have one more Super Bowl topic. I swear. What what were your thoughts of the, uh, the animated quarterbacks? Horrible. Oh, why was that necessary? (laughs) We have technology where we can just put their picture up there. Why did we need that? Even our, even the, uh, the NFL games are better quality than those. Yeah. Like, you know, those robots on Fox, when you're watching the NFL game, like that would have been better than seeing those weird animated creepy guys. Well, and like at, at first I was like, oh, like it's a, it's an EA tie in. Like they're putting up their Madden guys. And then I look closer and I was like, no, that's, it's not good enough to be Madden. It looks worse. It looks worse and horrible, and like I'm gonna have nightmares about yeah, this later. Mark, like that's how bad creepy. it looks. Um, I mean, I think it captured yeah. Tom Brady very well. Cause he's creepy. <laughs> well, no, it should have looked more like a mom. He looks like a like wow. a mom. Yeah, his haircut. His haircut is not great. I'll just throw that out there. I don't judge people based on their appearance, but come on, man, you make millions of dollars. What are you doing? Shout out to Tom Brady. Uh, if you're listening, leave leave a leave us a, a note on our Twitter or in the comments somewhere. Does Giselle does she like that hair, or is that just the way you want it? Oh. Also, why don't you like strawberries, man? He doesn't like strawberries. I mean, I don't, he has never eaten a strawberry, and I don't even think he'll say why. Oh, what I think a he weirdo. just like he just like I don't like strawberries, and like I don't like strawberries either. But I'm not. I've tried them before, and I've eaten them on things. I think with him, it's probably like the seeds are on the outside and that weirds him out or something. Uh, who knows? Tom Brady, if you're out there, t- well, tell us what's going on with the strawberries, man. Like, what's your problem? Also, sorry about the Super Bowl, but not really. Um, all right, let's 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 move along here. Uh, the Super Bowl was a game and it, and it happened. But today, we've got, I, I don't know, guys launching cars into space. Oh, this is amazing. I, I'm super I excited heard. about this. So Elon Musk um, and SpaceX basically decided that, and we, I don't really know the entire history behind this launch, but they basically launched a car, a convertible up into space and have put it into orbit around Mars. And it is a convertible that is playing Rocket Man. And there is a astronaut suit just chilling. And right now, I mean, the entire thing went off without a hitch, 
the car is now in orbit and on YouTube currently at the moment, you can go watch the live feed from that car. And there are some pretty amazing pictures, some pretty amazing views of just the earth, the earth's reflection in the car. They have a bunch of different angles that they're switching between. The entire thing is just amazing and fantastic. And I enjoy that now there's a convertible up there in space orbiting Mars. So, okay, you mentioned um, that it, it, the car is it playing Rocket Man by Elton John, like on the radio or something. Is that how it how it is, or is that made up? Uh, I thought it was playing Rocket Man. Yeah, so like you can't hear anything in space, right? Yeah, but it's all novelty. So it's just like playing to nobody. You could use that power to like, I don't know. Is that the most something. depressing? No, I'm sorry. I got it wrong. It's playing Starman, not Rocket Man. Please strike oh. that from the record. I mean, David Bowie and Elton John, both both good. And David Bowie, like, RIP, recently deceased. So I, I suppose I respect that maneuver. I'm a big Elton John fan, though. So I have a question for you. If Starman's playing in a car in space and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? Um, No. It doesn't. And you know why? Because there's no air for the pressure waves to move through. So nothing happens. Science right there. So you ever wonder if uh, they're actually not playing anything and just threw it in there because why not? I think they might have said that to garner public approval. And there's just nothing playing. Or they're playing like death metal or something. <laughs> Either way. Um, it's pretty cool. Why? So they sent the car up into space. Yeah, it's a Tesla Roadster. Like, just to like test the weight for in case they want to like launch like a car shaped i don't know satellite up there i think yeah they were testing the heavy payload i mean all in all elon musk is making big moves that um the boring company flamethrower recently came out which by the way guys i'm all for reducing traffic but don't waste 500 dollars on a flamethrower you can make for 50 I was about to ask you if you bought, like, when I saw this flamethrower thing, no joke, I was like, Tectic would buy this. Well, no. He might buy buy this. Which, it's not a drug-related thing. It's for pruning your garden, like burning weeds and stuff like that. Um, Buy one of those. It's weed singular. Yeah. Get an adapter to a propane tank, which you can buy in the plumbing section at your local Home Depot. Now you have your valve, and then you just put it, connect it all to a wait, little. Wait, wait, leave out the last step because I don't want I don't want anyone to learn how to build a flamethrower from us, and then we could get sued, man. I don't want to catch yeah, a suit don't, here. Don't okay, you'll never know what the last step is. YouTube it. Just Google it. Yeah, you YouTube it. Google it. You can figure it out. As long as the blood's not on our hand, we don't we don't care what you do. Um, yeah, I, Elon Musk, man. Imagine being Elon Musk, like. Gosh, just does what he wants because he feels like it. He's like, do I, what are you going to do today, Elon? It's like, oh, I guess I'll just launch one of my cars that I made into freaking space. Oh, what do you want to be playing on the radio? Who's asking that question? Huh. But I guess he'd say Starman by David Bowie. Um, shout out to Elon Musk. Shout out to SpaceX. Uh, if you guys got any jobs, send send a, send me an email. Do we have an email address? We don't. So one Uh, thing I want to add with regards to to Elon Musk and the way he runs his companies is if any time he feels that he can use his money for good, from what I've seen, he does. And a small example would be 
the there was people got a coworker got into a car accident on the way into work. So he built a specific bridge such that it's easy for them to turn into the SpaceX parking lot. Right. Just because, just because he got into a little fender bender, he went above and beyond. So I have to say that's got to be a fantastic company to work for. So just just putting that out there. I'm I'm sure it is, and like I'm sure that Elon Musk. I don't know what his net worth is, but I'm sure like a long time ago he far surpassed the like. Because uh, there are like some millionaires out there who are still like, oh, I'm gonna be savvy with this money and like keep building my empire. He's probably reached the point by now where it's like, what's even the point? I have more money than I'm ever going to need than any company I would ever create is ever going to need. I can give a, you know, $500 million to anyone and it'll be like a dent in the lint in the lining of my pocketbook. So I'll just do it. You know? Well, that's the problem. The rich always want to get richer. They don't really want it. They want to just hoard it. Right. Right. And yes, they, they re they invest it more to get more money, but it's, it's more of a cutthroat thing. Whereas he's like, you know what, what businesses can I turn around to for the betterment instead of pooing on the, the little man to get an extra, I don't know, 500 bucks in their paycheck for what doesn't make sense. Shout out to the CEOs of all major companies. You could learn a thing or two from Elon Musk. Think about all the cool stuff you could do. Yeah, like flamethrowers and rockets. Do you think the flamethrowers are going to be used for good? How many people have died from the flamethrowers so far? Is there so, like a counter on the internet? That? They haven't started. They were only, those were all like pre-orders. They haven't been shipped yet. Um, and they are technically, if there is such a thing, a safe flamethrower, because in order for them to sell them, they legally cannot shoot beyond five feet. And I believe... They were selling, some of them they were selling um, fire extinguishers with, but I think eventually when it got a little bit of flack, I think they were including fire extinguishers with your purchase. But we're all smart here, so we all know how to modify them, right? You just take... Stop that. (laughs) I mean, if you, okay, if you shoot yourself, first of all, five feet, that means nothing to me. It's like, if I'm going to shoot myself with a flamethrower, I'm going to do it at point blank range. It's going to be in the face. And then like... Guess what good a fire extinguisher is going to do? Yeah, I'm surprised Nothing. they didn't come with flame retardants uh, jump jumpsuits. Right. Like, give me a hazmat suit or something like no, that. Just a, just a little coveralls. They sell there. They're they're not that expensive. They could at that price tag with that markup. And I, and I know the intent is for the company to earn money so that they can make their tunnels. But you know what's a what's a fifty dollars suit? By tunnels, do you mean the hyperloop? Yeah. No. The uh, so the intent is they want to. Build tunnels to re- reduce congestion. So they would How? they would layer these these tunneling systems that your car would go down an elevator shaft, lock into this this like track track, and just it would fire your car like super fast and get you to the next gener- destination. Right. So yeah, it's amazing to me that and I've never been to LA, but it's and then now we're kind of off shooting on a tangent here, but like. LA is supposed to be the most congested place in the world. It's also like one of the most famous places in the world. How have we not fixed this yet? So is it that hard of a problem? So I mentioned this in previous uh, podcasts. The major reason for congestion is people, right? Every time you stop and go, you get this. No. Every time you stop and go, you get this propagating xylophone effect that gets larger and larger as you go through each car. So what was just a quick stop go by two miles becomes a 
complete stop in traffic. And it's really an interesting video if you look up uh, this phenomenon. But if you have all the cars linked with autonomous vehicles and stuff, you don't get this stop go. You get this synonymous motion of all the cars at the same time. So that, in my opinion, is the solution. Interesting. Um, either way, I hope they come up with something. I'm really excited for the Hyperloop. Uh, that's going to revolutionize my life because I hate flying. And I'd like to not fly ever again. So Elon Musk, boring company, if you can figure that out for me, uh, I can pay you a fraction of my $0 a month salary. And, uh, and then I'll give you gratitude on top of that. That's like 100% investment. Yeah. So uh, the last thing to talk about, I guess, at least in the roundtable roundup, is Doritos for women. And it's I feel about like I should pay like a little Doritos. So, so you, for those of you who don't know, Doritos, I guess the PepsiCo like CEO was on a podcast, Freakonomics podcast, which is a great podcast. If you don't listen to podcasts, you should listen to that one. Um, but was basically talking about how they are thinking of trying or they're going to try branding Doritos for women, which are going to be chips that I think like the three major things were like they crunch less. Um, they don't stick to your fingers as much. Yeah, they leave less dust on the fingers. And like they don't crumb as much because apparently pouring crumbs out of the bag into your face hole is not very ladylike. So let, let, let's, let's turn this over to start uh, to the woman in this group of three. Uh, Tactic, what do you what, what do you think of this? I like I like a woman that can handle a unfazed. crispy burrito. He was just unfazed. <laughs> he's used to being asked questions starting with as a woman what do you think about this i like my woman Um, to be able to handle a crispy dorito that's what's my opinion i don't want her to have a plus who likes a soft chip can we just start by saying that you bite in it for that that texture that crunch so what i'm confused about is that doritos like to market a less crunchy less powdery dorito you're basically making a Lay's cheddar and sour cream potato chip. Correct? So, like, isn't that basically what it is? Well, I was about to ask what a soft chip even is. And you know what? You know who's not going to buy these chips? Men. Men. And, and, and let me hear me out. Oh, men, wow. Men are not going to buy these chips for their women. And here's no, why. Because they'll want to just they'll buy the man's version. No, They're coming out with a version for men too, man. They're, They're made of rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me that it's got less powder. I'm gonna get a little graphic here. So uh, hold on to your seats. So a man buying a chip for if he bought the woman brand as opposed to the I guess normal brand, um, there'd be less finger licking, right? Finger licking in itself is a very uh, can be a very sexual gesture. Well, sultry. Yeah. So why would he not want his woman to have the normal Doritos? Treat her like an equal. I would say that like 90% of people who lick their fingers do not manage to pull out sultry. Like you're just like, ooh, get a napkin. I do it sexy every time. I mean, if it were me, first of all, I'd do it sexy, obviously. But second of all, I'd want to maximize. The Dorito powder is like the best part. I'd want to maximize my powder consumption. That's what makes a Dorito a Dorito. Right. Um, and then here's, I don't know. here's a spinoff question. Would they also have to make a taco shell for Taco Bell 
that is a woman fied Dorito taco. You get the hell out. Because uh, that would just be messy. If it's softer, it's going to crumble everywhere. They already do. If it's softer, it might not break in the center like it does all the time, and you lose your toppings at the bottom. I could be for softer, but do not take my powder away. That sounded bad. <laughs> would, a, would a Doritos Locos taco for women just be a soft taco with like Dorito dust sprinkled on it? That would be good. Actually, that I would be for pretty that. good. As long as they uh, do not reduce the dust. Copyright. Taco Bell. You can't steal it. Copyright. I just copyrighted it. Trademark. Um, Doritos. Would they call them Doritas? Doritas Lacas. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Tacos. I don't know. This is like the, 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 uh, have you heard about the Bic? Like they made like a pen for women. Oh, like yeah. the, Bic, the Bic for her. It's like, who, in what conference room? Did this meeting take place where they're like, all right, we're going with the big for her idea as our next big idea. It's like, who is thinking of this? Like, I know so few women who would hear about female Doritos and be like, oh, thank God. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, I think I know no women. Like, it's just, and it's like, I don't like the under, like the undertone of it too, which the undertone is, oh, women don't want to eat regular Doritos because, um, they crunch loud and they make your hands messy and they're like generally rude to eat in public. Like, what are but, we back in like the sixties? What's happening here? Well, and, and, and the other aspect of it is like, but if you're a man, you can be rude in public. And, and it's filthy. like, it's, it's, it's cool. You're a man. It's like, what? I just don't, I don't know, man. There's, there's a lot that I could say about this, but it would pretty much just be me saying the same thing over and over again, which is why. Doritos, you locos. You know, they always say, dumb ideas always start on a podcast. I mean, let's let's put our heads together right now and think of a better idea for Doritos to do than Doritos for women. We could probably do it in like two minutes. Yeah, I got one right now. Go ahead. Doritos for the pooch. Oh my god, yes. Dog Doritos. See, that's even that's better. They'd be um, called Doggitos. Doggitos. I was thinking like sweet Doritos. Sweet and like, sp- you're go you're okay, you clearly don't eat Doritos enough. Sweet and spicy chili. There you go. No no, no spicy. I'm talking like cinnamon sugar Doritos. Oh. I don't you know, know about what? that. I got I got it. I got it. That's like breakfast food. You guys remember probably in like the nineties, right? You would get your cereal and you'd be super excited to open up a fresh bag because there'd be a little toy inside of it. Doritos start putting oh. toys inside your bags. Yeah, that's a good idea. See, that's a good idea. That's so much better than Doritos for women. Do you know how much more how how many more bags of Doritos they would sell if there was like a freaking whistle in each bag? People would have orange arms everywhere reaching into that bag digging for the toy. Put a fidget spinner in that bitch and you got yourself a game. I mean, when I'm in the chip aisle, most of the time, it's a crapshoot. Like, I, it's usually just me looking around, like, oh, what sounds good this week? Pringles, uh, maybe Doritos. And, like, the way it always ends for me is, like, oh, okay, I'll get this one. It's never, like, I can't wait to get my hands on these Doritos for women. Well, that's, it's never once, You know, you're just like, snacking wrong, though. Like, I go into the chip aisle, and I'm, like, I want some Fritos, Twisted, Barbecue, things and i want cheese it's in a box like those are my two go-tos clearly aren't cheese it's are cheese it's are very good 
like objectively. I still stick with the toy idea. For those of those people who don't have their choice predetermined, the toy is going to be the hard sell because who else is doing it? I mean, and, and you you're going to capitalize on all the kids going. I want the crappy toy. Obviously, that's not what he's going to say, but you catch my drift. Isn't Cracker Jack still doing? Maybe they're afraid to break into Cracker Jack's market. I thought they were just doing like a little comic strip. I don't know. I don't know, man. I haven't had you a Cracker Jack in like forever. I will say. So this is a, a throwback story. Back in the day when Doritos and Lay's potato chips on all of their snack size bags had a thing called Eploids. And... Um, the eploids you collected and you cut them out of the bag and you like wash the bag off so you didn't get any orange powder. Um, and you collected them and then you went online and there was like an eBay thing, but you had eploids to spend. And I'll be damned if I didn't have like 50,000 eploids and I only ate like Doritos and Lay's potato chips for a solid two or three years. Well, Pepsi currently does that, right? They have the Coke rewards. And- yeah, but it's not as big. It's not the same. It's just this whole thing is a shame because they had a great commercial. They were one of the companies that had a good commercial with Peter Dinklage and the Morgan and uh, Morgan Freeman doing the Mountain Dew rap battle. That was fantastic. And then the day after, they're like, you know what? This is good. Our public opinion is high. Let's drop this whole Doritos for Women idea on them and see how they take it. <laughs> and then everyone was like, this is the worst idea <laughs> ever. And then they're like, well, we're going my forward with it. Pods now that was the other good commercial. <laughs> They should do ooh, Tide Pod flavored Doritos. Why are people eating the Tide Pods? Why have we not talked about that yet? Because they're so it's dumb that we about. need Rob Gronkowski, one of the dumbest human beings, <laughs> to tell people not to hey. eat Tide Pods. Yeah, don't talk about Rob Gronkowski like that. He, oh, come he, on. He's the, a, the blank stare into the camera all Super Bowl was killing me inside. Gronk. See, I think Gronk is – I think he's trolling everybody. I think he's actually pretty smart, but he's Gronk. he's created this character for himself of like, I'm just a guy who like goes on cruises and like eh, 69, blah, blah. Like I think that's just – I think he knows that people like that, so he's just going to keep doing it. I think I think deep down I, – like I bet Gronk like reads poetry, you know? Gronk and like he might – it, it could be – it's one of the two extremes. Gronk that's That's my guess. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know why people are eating the Tide Pods. I heard a rumor that they were the Tide Pods were being discontinued, and I freaked out because I use Tide Pods. I love Tide Pods. I don't eat them because I'm not a maniac. So like, I why would three people ruin it for everybody else? Not three. It's a whole friggin' community. Who? How many people have eaten Tide Pods? Is there a counter somewhere for that? It's been staggering numbers. Because I know, have, have, has anyone died yet? Go to the grocery store right died. now. I guarantee your Tide Pods are locked up. No, dude. They I are. Went last week. They're not going to lock no, up the are. Tide Pods. They're already pod. locked up. You need, you, need, uh, you need to be over 18 to buy them. Are you serious? Yep, that's serious. I'm, I'm Googling this right now. I'm just going to Google Tide Pods locked up and see. All right, well. Oh, my God. This is... Well, Snopes has a thing on it. I'm going to read the Snopes. Uh, It's false, man. Snopes rated it false. Okay, well, I saw it at the grocery store, so they can do all they want. But there is a picture. So anyway. Leads me to believe. Yeah, I'm looking at this online. So we better spin that wheel. 
Get on it, Tectic. Okay, so we got our topic. Here you go. Okay, so we're going to do guess the song today. And so I'm going to feed you guys the first line in the song. And you have to try to guess it. I'm going to speak it, so I'm not going to sing it. not going to give you any clues from a melody. And I'll, I want to see if you guys can get these very popular songs from their first line. Okay. I predict that I will be very bad at this. I want to hedge immediately. Well, go ahead. I will start with one. The line is, Tommy used to work on the docks. I know this. Give me the next verse. Nope, just the first <laughs> line. <laughs> That's not how the game works. Tommy used to work on the docks. Can you give us the year the song was released? Or no, is that I cannot. True? I can just give you the first line. No clues. We're just we're just trying to ch- to change the game because we're both bad at it. Um, can you give me the? Uh, I'm waving my white flag. I yeah. I don't. You give us something, or we're not going to get it. All right, it's a Bon Jovi song. I'll give you that. Oh, um, oh, oh prayer. Uh, he got it. Yeah. So dang. one for tactic, nothing for illegal. How many? How many of these are we doing? I need to know how much I have to come back. Uh, by. We'll do best three out of five. Okay. Okay, I'll do another one. Hmm. I could stay awake just to hear you breathing. Oh, oh, uh, Aerosmith. Yeah, uh, don't want to miss a thing. Don't want to miss a thing. I got the title, man. You got the air, oh, the artist. I think that's a tie. You, you he said the he just said the artist man. Okay, I need to say the title of the song. I'll give illegal. I did say the name of the song, so it's one to one. I knew, I knew it was Aerosmith right away. I mean, everyone you can hear Steven Tyler singing that and driving backwards in a car. Did you guys see that commercial? Oh man, amazing. <laughs> he was a hunk back in the day. Mm, forget about it. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> All right, ready. This is the third one. Some people call me the space cowboy. Some call me the, uh, the Joker. The Joker. Okay, that the was Joker. an easy one. So we yes! have two to one. Some people call Boom. me Maurice. Because I speak something, something of love. What a song. <laughs> All right. This is what you came for, people. Hearing, <laughs> hearing me and Tactic unload our renditions of popular songs. Okay, so it's two to one. If Illegal gets the next one, he wins. Okay, so are you guys ready for this? Oh, yeah. She's got a smile. It seems to me reminds me of childhood memories where everything... Sweet child of mine. Sweet child of mine. Uh, Frank got it. He got it. You got it. It was very close. That was pretty good. So that's two to two. That was really impressive. I'm impressed with that. Guys, I'm so sweaty. This is so tense. How are your palms? Is it palms? Exclusively palms? Mine's palms. Mine, it's like the top of my head. It doesn't even make sense. All right. I got to find a really good one. Hmm. A deep, a deep track. A deep track. Because <laughs> we're doing so good. Okay. We almost didn't get the first one, but we've been really good otherwise. Bon Jovi, man. He's okay. I, I'm not going to say anything bad about him. Okay. I've got the last one. This is a tiebreaker. Hmm. She's blood, flesh and bone. No touch of silicone. Oh, geez. This one. Dude, I don't know. This one I don't is, know what this is. When you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, man, I knew that. Can you use it in a sentence? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I cannot. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Can you repeat it? 
She is blood, flesh and bone, no touch of silicone. <laughs> I, I hate your inflection so much. You're, you're, you're adding inflection to it that I feel like should help, but it's just not. Ah. All right. I'm going to count this one down. Do you want me to give you the artist? Would that help? Sure. I feel like it's going to be too easy, but go ahead. Okay, the artist is Tal Bachman. Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, guys. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Are you serious? This is like the most unique name that like could instantly tell you the song. Okay, I'll give it to you one more what? time. Tal Bachman? She's blood, flesh and bone. No touch of silicone. <laughs> I, tell you, I hate your question so much. Do another one. Just do what another one. Okay, I, that I'm one gonna... was high above me. She's so high. Oh, high, 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 high oh. above me. I'm sorry. I'm not about my tail Bachman. <laughs> that wasn't that deep of a track. Okay, so the tiebreaker then. I remember. <laughs> the, the second tiebreaker. The second tiebreaker. I remember when I lost my mind, there was something so pleasant about that place. Oh. Uh, you guys know it. Crazy, crazy, yes. crazy, crazy. You got it. Yes. Gnarl Barkley. Gnarl. Now you got to sing it. Um. I remember when. <laughs> I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. <laughs> That's the Johnny Cash. About that place. It's a uh, hey. You know what? Uh, leave a leave a note in the comments if you want us to sing the whole song on the next episode. That was pretty good. I will say that was entertaining for me. Way to go, illegal! You are the reigning champ of guess the song. I mean, you will host Many, the next time. I, yeah, that's a that's a good rule. I'll host the next one. Um, it's going to be all classical music. I'm just going to go. Boop, 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 and you have to guess. You have to guess which composer it is. Oh man. I'm going to start planning that out now. So this has been another episode of Online Warriors. Um, we, yeah. We hope you enjoyed it. It was fun. Don't be a cry, we'll Brady. Be back. Remember that. Don't don't be a cry, Brady. Don't eat Tide Pods. There's more we could say, but uh, we assume you know it already. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Adios. Au revoir.